Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists, to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank. Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are making their way through hell in a wild series of events. Reginald and Quinny plan to break into the archive before Vix blew up a bar, while Butthole won the fallen gods over to Moonhammer's cause with the help of Juniper. Can these heroes re-deify their favorite goddess while the others find a hellish lawyer? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. God Prom is upon us. And, you know, <laughs> it's a night you'll remember for the rest of your life, you're told by media, but likely that you will vaguely remember and go, oh, yeah, God Prom. I remember being at that. Um Zatch is very excited uh, that, uh, Moonhammer, you will be uh, attending. Uh, it's been a while uh, since anyone with any shot of winning redeification has been produced by this particular region's games. Uh, as you understand it, um, uh, God Hell is pretty fucking massive. Uh, unlike uh, uh, the Administratum ring that uh, our, our other compatriots are in right now, that seems to be specific to uh, Dumb Faerun, as, which has led to the uh, the merging of the mosses down here it's if if a god dies somewhere they end up here so there's a whole mix of different dimensions and different types of folks uh so the redeification games are held throughout the realm and uh the winners from each individual uh tournament get to attend god prom uh where the redeification uh will be sorted out uh most dramatically zatch explains that uh the goal of god prom 
uh, is like all proms uh, to make yourself as popular as possible by any means necessary. Uh, because at the end of God prom, uh, the two rulers of God prom will be elected, be they kings, queens, or rulers. Uh, and then those two will fight to the death, and the winner will be re-deified. Uh, it's a subtle way of not letting that many dead gods get back to their realms, um, but it is a way of rewarding one. Kind of like the lottery, it's mostly there just to give you hope uh, and make it seem like a lot of people are getting rich, when in fact, very few are. Um, so the good news is that you have great coaches on your side, Moonhammer. Um, you've got uh, Butthole Farch. You've got Juniper, no last name. And uh, Bunny Hops is going to be more like an assistant uh, because technically you're only supposed to have at max two coaches. Now, theoretically, these coaches are supposed to be people who survived uh, the redeification games uh, in a Hunger Games mold, but no one survives those. So usually it's just people nearby. Uh, you just got lucky because these people legitimately care about you, which is great. Um, the first thing you need to do, though, is figure out what you want to wear, and how you want to get there. It's very important to make a, a powerful first impression at God Prom. So um, Zatch has brought uh, the, uh, the three of you and Bunny Hops uh, to a suite in um, sort of a, a massive, um, it, it seems like a, a sort of like a regional palace. So fancy in the way that people who are trying to make their small town seem important uh, make things fancy. Um, and uh, you have uh, the master suite, which is uh, sort of uh, on the, the top floor of this sort of five-story building. Um, very well appointed. It's kind of like a, the, the building itself is sort of a, a cylindrical shape. So you've basically got like a panoramic view of uh, the local god hell town. Um, you've got uh, all the amenities you'd want. It's fairly plush. Um, and Zatch will be here to uh, running uh, liaison with Bunny Hops to get you everything you need. Uh, but in the meantime, you've got time to kind of uh, figure out your plans, what you want to do when you get there, uh, and that sort of thing. So uh, all of you kind of make your way in. Uh, Juniper, this is your first real chance to talk to, to Butthole uh, since you realized he's alive. What do you say? Um, I think I'm kind of like a, li a little bit kind of nervous and so just kind of trying to catch his eye just like look looking over look, oh hey are you over. trying to catch my eye um well yeah uh actually um i i mean you're here and that's that's amazing i i'm i'm just so glad that like you're you still exist i was gonna say alive but i don't i don't we're not really alive. I don't even know what alive means anymore. You seem really confused that I'm in hell, but I died and I work for this cool lady. So logically, I was always going to be here. I mean, what's going on with you? How did you die? That's yeah. sort of fucked up. And is Quinny okay? Like, what's going on with Quinny? Um, I don't know. And then out of your mouth, you hear, he died. He what? died protecting all of us. He redeemed himself. It, it was truly a thing to see. I'll... I'll always remember that little sheriff and uh, Juniper, a tear rolls down your cheek. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he Wait, did what? die. Wait. Wait, Quinny's dead? Well, why Wait. isn't he here? What the hell is <laughs> like, going on? I feel like my brain is going to break. And I'm like, <laughs> not, not oh. your Quinny? No, no, no. I know I know that voice. Yeah, Sheriff Quinny died, not King Quinny. Different. So the, the Southern Quinny is dead. But what happened to the other world Quinny? Wait, are you are you one person now? 
yeah, we're kind of one in the same. I'll pop in every once in a while. I'm still here. Okay, I don't want to seem rude, but when I say hello, does that mean I should kiss you twice to respect both personalities or just like one time? Honestly, we both feel it. It's fine. Okay, so just one. Yeah. But no, like what what happened? I know what happened in the Wild West because I was in the Wild West, but what happened to the other Queenie? Uh, I don't, I mean. Or the world. I, I, I've been away. What happened to you? Well, I, I found Xanthus and then okay, that's Bucky so was now kind of a monstrous precarious. I took out Xanthus's eye, but then Bucky ripped out my heart and I ended up here. Wow. So you didn't even make it to the surface? You were just flying up in that bell and Xanthus showed up and you ripped his eye out and he ripped your heart out? I hope Quinny's okay. Holy shit. No, there's more happened, but it's kind of it's kind of a blur. And I feel like it happened a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a hard time remembering everything that happened. Bunny Hops, do you know what the fuck happened to Quinny? Uh well, um, I, I, I've only had eyes down down here, uh, but uh, well, here, Juniper, you're probably just you're probably just shy. So why don't you whisper it in my ear, and I'll I'll, I'll tell him. So Buddy hops yeah. hops up on you on uh, the armrest of your chair and kind of like puts a flaming ear next to you, and then kind of looks embarrassed. It just like puts a hand over it uh, to stop it from scorching the side of your face. Uh, and Juniper, you fill him in, and then he says. Uh, yeah, um, okay, uh, Mr. Farch, uh, boy, do I have a tale for you. Uh, so it would seem that uh, your noble sacrifice uh, did indeed destroy the, um, I believe you said Techno-Kraken? And Techno-Kraken, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Quinny and uh, Juniper made it to the surface just fine oh, with your pal, Alan. Uh, it would seem that the, is it a, a wolf or a dog? It's a, it's a wolf, wolf. his name oh, Goblin Jr. And I call Goblin Jr. was very upset, uh, but then... Uh, it would seem that Quinny really rose to the challenge and became uh, the king of a car. Uh, and oh, wow, a... he took back the country. That's great. Well, no, no, he didn't, but he, he took on the title, and that seems like uh, Juniper said that was a pretty big win for him. Uh, anyway, everyone was really sad that you died, uh, but Quinny tried to make the best of it, um, and so they went on a quest uh, to see if they could maybe build you a body like you built one for Quinny, and then he oh, kind that's of... clever. Looks that's at clever, all of like the, uh, the the dead gods who were in a corner, and he's like, "Hi, fellas." Uh, anyway, so yeah, when you chopped up all those gods and made that body for Quinny, he was going to do the same thing. So they found this crazy druid named Kron who had a whole bunch of body parts, and they also met a little goblin fella named Farthole Farch, who said that he was the cleric of you, if you can oh, believe weird. it. Uh, I guess you left a goblin with with like a magic knife threat a while back. Anyway, he's been following you around for a while, and he kind of thought you were a god. <laughs> Can you believe it? Anyway, he died uh, very quickly. Um, uh, it's like well, he had an annoying saying, voice. kind of fun. Yeah, it, it's okay. He's apparently around. Juniper saw him again in hell. Anyway, oh, great. after he died, uh, it would seem that you uh, rode in on a donkey, and they were very surprised, only to discover it wasn't, in fact, you. It was some guy named Reginald, who I'm told you have oh. some history with. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so Quinny stabbed him in the fucking face, I'm sure. No, God apparently they're buds. Uh, they they uh, they went on an adventure with Alan. Uh, I guess there's some lady named Bryn. Anyway, a vampire Bryn showed up and was like, oh no, I'm a vampire. You got to save the real me and then died. So they went uh, and disappeared. And that was the last that Juniper heard of them. Uh, but she, she not one to sit around. She decided to go see if she could figure out the Great Collide. And uh, she met a squire who died tragically. And then eventually she found the Xanthus guy. 
and uh, it seems like he kicked her ass pretty hard, and then she ended up down here, and now wow. she's merged with the Wild West person that you know. Anyway, that's what she told me. I don't know if it's all bullshit. It sounds kind of yeah. like bullshit. I mean, sorry, I can't really give much detail because it was really kind of Alan who went on a lot of these adventures, and I was kind of looking at Kaleidi stuff. So yeah, that that's fair. It it's seems kind like of secondhand. We're... It's kind of third hand now, I guess. Yeah, third hand. Okay, that's so me. Quinny's not, not dead. <laughs> But he also didn't take back my country because he got caught up with Bryn. I bet Merle Streep was involved. That guy gets so distracted. Mm. Okay, don't worry. We'll coach him through it. When we send him back up to the surface, it's going to be great. But uh, how are you doing with the whole Bukarius murder heart rip? Uh, I mean... Not... I mean, it wasn't ideal... Um, but it looks like we can still do, you know, help with the Great Collide here, so I don't really know. Okay, so are we trying to uncollide, or are we trying to stop the collide? Do you have any info? I don't info? even know cool anymore. It's all colliding. It's all collided. I don't know. Colliding well, where's your happening? Scroll? That blank page always told you what to I do. Don't, I don't. I don't have anything. I mean, Moss had a, I mean, yeah, Moss had a scroll of some sort. Oh, wow. Well, then. You have it? Yeah. Do I still have that, Tom? Wild West scroll? Yeah. I don't think you had one in the Wild West. I thought I had one. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember. There's so much that's happened. Yeah. You didn't leave. uh, You weren't sent on an epic quest (laughs) by your fellow changelings in the the Old West. Uh, That's part of the reason you're Moss, not Juniper there. So, no, you were never given a a mystical scroll with a quest. Wow. That only happened in Eberron, as you would discover in our Eberron one-shot. Well, this sounds like you've been on a hell of a journey. And it seems like you're really... Help! Yeah, sorry. yeah. Sorry. I like it. I, like it I really, really. Oh, you mean Juniper? Yeah. No, I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, she has. She has. And the buddy hops Juniper. just like goes over and stands next to Moonhammer. But Juniper, it seems like this is actually your first step into being an adult. Because there's a time when our parents send us out with tasks and with rules and with things that we're told to do, and sometimes those things are murderous. And your parents, I don't know, burn you with hot irons and tell you your brother's better than you, and then you have to run away and join a mercenary company. Uh, and then you fart and you discover religion and it all turns out great. And right now, this is your running away while you're burnt finding a mercenary company. And I'll tell you from experience, that's a pretty rough five years. It's going to be not great. But for the first time, your evil father can't mind control you with his words. And that's going to be really liberating for you. And it seems like your evil father was mind controlling you through that scroll. And when I was free of my dad, I had to become my own dad. And my voice ruled what I did. So... In summation, Juniper, it's time for you to be your own scroll. <laughs> he just reaches out and puts a meaningful hand on her shoulder. <laughs> He's like, you can do this. You're going to have to make your own decisions, and you're going to have to live with them. And your friends will help you. But be your own scroll. Don't let your dad force you to do evil with his magic words. I, yeah, I mean, that's that's really great. I, I don't tell him that like the scroll has been like useless to me for like months now. <laughs> That's cool. You know, you're, you're gonna let him. Let I don't him need have to say that. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs, and it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hello, everyone. It's Tyler Hewitt here, just taking a little break from the show to let you know that Dum Dums and Dice have a Patreon. Yeah. Did you know that? Have you heard about this? We've got a Patreon, and we've got a bunch of different tiers for you to subscribe at, the lowest one being just $1 per month, and with that, you actually get one of my favorite perks. You get access to our patron-only Discord. You've got a lot of fans hanging out on there already. It's very active. Uh, we hang out on there. We're active uh, and part of the Discord as well. We've got one of my favorite channels is the Questions for Cast channel, where you can ask us about our process, about our characters or anything like that, but also just like personal, you know, kind of get to know us questions as well. Uh, and I like getting to know the fans of our shows uh, on this Discord. So it's been great so far. I highly recommend it. You should head over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. One more time, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you there. Moonhammer, you've been very patiently uh, letting this heart-to-heart happen because sometimes the the lesser beings kind of like need a minute. Um, but uh, if there's anything in this world um, that you you hate more than having stupid flesh hands, it's clothes. Mm-hmm. Clothes are for fucking morons. Uh, it's like toga or bust. And even then, like, barely. Like, you'd rather just have, like, if it could be hammers all the way down, like, that would really be the better option. Uh, so the fact that you have to come up with an appropriate moon hammer outfit is a lot. And it's cool that they've got all these fucking, like, mortal problems, but, like, have they considered moon hammer problems? Uh, so as uh, as they seem to have reached their resolution, uh, it is time for you uh, to get them to help you <laughs> sort out what the fuck you're going to wear and how the fuck you're going to get there. So storming over to the moon hammer, uh, I, I leave it to you. Uh, how do you want to go to God, Pro? Well, look, everyone, I have to come up with something to wear to this, and we've really got to impress everyone there. I mean, they all need to know that I am better than them. So I need the ultimate outfit. Now, you know how much I hate clothes and being restricted. Oh, I've got the answer. What if you go naked? You have the perfect body. Everything looks amazing. It'll show you're better and there's no clothes. I mean, that's a really good idea because I do have a really great butt. Yeah, and your particularity is impressive. My outfit is just all butts. 
Okay, I like where we're my going butt, with this. but like all butts, working butts. Can that make we... a fart train? Okay, bunny <laughs> hops. Can, can you get us a designer that will copy Moonhammer's butt over and over again to cover Moonhammer's in butts that will fart out some kind of glowing smoke that will follow her around? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Sure. <laughs> I know a guy. Perfect. All right. So the only question is open back, high collar, you know, shorter, long sleeve. What are you thinking, Moonhammer? I'm going to say open back. We want to draw the attention down to the original butt, you know? So are these minimalist butts, like one boob butt, another boob butt, a crotch butt, and a butt butt? Or are these just butts all over the place? I'm kind of thinking butts all over the place. I like it. I like it a lot. We're going to have a blob butt thing. It's going to be good. So that gives us the moon. How do you want to work hammers into it? Well, I do have my own porous hammers already. That's true. So you don't want butt we can gloves. shine them up. We can shine them up. We can shine them up. Shine up the glove. If I shine up the hammers. I am going to need some luxurious locks, though. Oh, interesting. You know, uh, I am a little um, lacking in the hair department. But I was thinking that maybe you could help me. I'm going to need bunny hops, too. Okay, how can we help you? Okay. I need you to bend over. Okay, and he just does it immediately. Okay. Bunny hops. Yep. I need a greasy rag. The greasy rag? Gotcha. I got plenty. I'm going to rub it all over my head. Rub his greasy rag with my hammers, by the way. So I'm kind of just like mashing it into my head. uh... Bunny hops stand (laughs) in front of buttholes. (laughs) But. And then I. Uh, just, I, I see what you're doing here. Do you want me to take my pants off? Because I'm wearing plate mail pants. I mean... Also, couldn't we just use his beard hair? Not that I no, want to no. overstep. No, no. Yeah, that's stupid, Bunny Hops. Shut I'm up. sorry. I'm just trying to help. So Bunny Hops is going to stand in between butthole's rear end. And I'm going to bend down too. Mm. And butthole, I need you to let out the most mighty fart because it's going to catch on fire with bunny hops ears and light my greasy head giving me a blue angel uh hair luxurious locks of blue angels okay well i just want to say a i think this is going to be beautiful and i'd love to help and b i'm a little bit regretful that you're not going to wear me as a hat putting my butthole (laughs) over your head but we'll do what you want, I guess, because you're the goddess. Uh, and then he'll just let loose a fucking What's fury. The, uh, what is the song uh, that plays under this? Because I'm imagining this is like like a she's all that moment of like tossing the, the blue flaming hair back and forth as it as it grows. Um, what's the I, what's the, the the perfect song to play under this? I think it's the Rocky theme, but the first things are. Or actually, the music's just coming out in farts. So you just hear that, like, and that's what just like sets her on fire with the big blast in that moment. And Buddy Hops is like Sarah Connor in Terminator 2, and she has the vision of the nuke going off, holding onto the fence. Like he's just like hanging on to the plate mail, his little arms shaking as just his his hair gets blown back. Um, and, uh, sure enough, uh, Moonhammer, you, you rise, uh, with your, your glowing flaming blue hair. Um, and, uh, bunny hops, despite not having, uh, lungs necessarily, 
uh, just like stumbles over and just like coughs out ash for like a solid minute. Uh, just be like, very good, ma'am. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but uh, your hair situation is sorted. Uh, you look spectacular. Uh, following that, he goes in search of uh, <laughs> the butt tailor uh, from Butts and Stuff uh, to nice. um, uh, build this for you. Oh, oh! a quick question, Moonhammer. So knowing that you're going to be all butts and fire, uh, is there anything in particular you want us to wear? Because, I mean, I'm wearing this golden armor that's sort of got a hammer and sickle that they said was some sort of Wild West photocopy of you or your twin or something. Is this uh, cool? Do you need me in something else? Moonhammer, your eyes go wide. Uh, you, you vaguely remember a twin. You, you, you recall uh, the the two of you just like hammering and slashing away on jerks, just killing so many <laughs> jerks together uh, as kids, as as godchildren. Um, and uh, yeah, the you, you just have a vague memory of. Uh, uh, someone who looks like an awful lot like you, like similarly, well, less veiny because I guess the, not in like an apocalypse scenario, um, but uh, with a, uh, a a truly glorious beard, still like pure chrome dome uh, and with scythes for hands, uh, like a scythe and a sickle. Um, and uh, you just uh, see him kind of turn and, and smile at you and like not really give a thumbs up because his hands are made of weapons. Uh, and then you you just recall merrily just, you know, destroying... Uh, the, uh, the the armies who had come to plunder uh, Butthalla uh, in a in a joyous <laughs> spree of, of vengeance, uh, and you recall uh, that uh, you, you do have a brother in some realms known as Sunsickle and some known as Sunsythe, uh, but either way, your very own godly flesh and blood, um, all captured in <laughs> Butthole's weird armor. And just the camera slowly zooms out of it to you like you're the critic in Ratatouille and you've just tasted your childhood. I whisper, brother, and I reach out to Butthole's armor? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, it's like gold uh, armor head to toe, yeah. Okay, I put my hand, I reach out and I put my hand on the armor and... I'm able to talk to him now, right? Like I yep. can get a vision of him now. Mm -hmm. Brother, <gasps> is that you? Well, I mean, no, it's it's butthole, but I mean, thank you. Oh, <laughs> imagine if we were related. Sister, <laughs> you live. Uh, meanwhile, uh, walking <laughs> away from the uh, the explosion, uh, Vex uh, just comes over, dust in her hands, and uh, she's like, great. So what next? Hey, did those guys know anything about uh, devils or demons? I'm sorry, I should have asked them before we blew it up. Uh, still trying to, you know, find my family and stuff. <laughs> uh, wow, uh, what's what's wrong, little guy? You look real mad. Uh, well, they were devils and demons, Vex. Uh, ah. It was a building of devils and demons you just blew up. That's a bummer. So where uh, to next? <laughs> well, we're ultimately trying to head to the archives where I'm sure you could find, track your lineage through oh, some hey, yeah. kind of paperwork. I mean, uh, normally I'd to get try there to, by not blowing things up. Yeah, normally I'd try to do this secretly off to the side, but I figured we're all kind of straight up here, and you're the person who blows things up. We kind of had like a subtle mission plan to get somewhere, and you seem like someone who immediately blows up everything every time, which feels like it's kind of at heads with our goal. Uh, okay, okay. How about this? Uh, you know what? I'm hearing what you're saying. You're not wrong. I will. 
I'll be honest with you. I would say I could go along with this subtly. Truth be told, I'm probably just going to blow blow up the next thing I see. Honestly, Fireball is just really fun. It's a fun spell. Once you got it, why not use it, right? Anyway, uh, look, I get it. I'm sorry. Uh, why don't you guys go into the archive without me? And then you come out and tell me what cool stuff you saw. And then that way, when I go in, if, you know, I get a little explodey, I don't ruin anything good for you. Does that sound sound okay? So you're just going to find your own way in. Well, no, like oh, you no, guys no. go in, you come out, you tell me like what you saw and how I can get in there and then I'll sneak in after you. All right. We're going to go in with having uniforms on. Yeah. Just leave yeah, the door yeah, open no, on no. your way out. Quinny, Quinny, Quinny. Don't, don't, we're good. This is a good plan. I Agree just, to the I'm deal. I'm trying to just make sure that she's, no, you know, she no, can lock it's a it good in. plan. She'll be oh, able yeah. to get in after she can blow her way in. She'll do more fireballs. Yeah, fire. totally. Or just like leave the door open. I'll just come in after you. Yep. Also, right, that's uh, too. Hey dude, is, is your like, is your like magic handle okay? At which point, Reginald, you are flung sideways uh, with tremendous force through, oh, through a wall, uh, <laughs> which uh, dents and cracks. And as you you tumble, uh, you realize you're actually uh, there's just a mess of limbs around you. And as you kind of um, come to your senses, you realize that there's there's a guy with you. He his his radiant beard is is glowing bright yellow and uh he's, he's got uh, a scythe and a sickle for a hand and his eyes are glowing yellow and he just says sister oh my god piss friend shut up i'm talking to someone uh moonhammer uh you have a direct connection to your 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 brother uh who you've forgotten uh, you hear him just say, they, they, they said you were dead. I thought you were dead too. Actually, I had no memory of you up until this point right now. <laughs> ah, fuck. I was, I was worried about that. Hey, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I kind of, uh, transformed into something called the sun scythe for a bit. Uh, I kind of, you know, that traveling stage play Transformers we used to watch when we were God children killing people in Bothalla. I thought I'd be like uh, my favorite character from that Megatron who would transform into like a cool hand crossbow that other people could use. Cause I was like, I kind of suck, but you don't. Uh, and, and we know some cool people. So I thought maybe a hero would wield me uh, to, to help you with the captain. But I think instead he may have thrown me through a rip in space and time. Uh, and I think maybe I kind of ripped up some space and time. Anyway, I ended up with a vampire for a really long time. But I'm back. Uh, and I'm sorry. But you don't remember any of this, huh? No. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, it, it's probably because you've been away from Butthalla for too long. Uh, because I've been trapped in a weapon, I've been fine. But, man, if we don't get you back there soon, your entire brain's going to unravel. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to do. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is like real bad twin stuff. I, 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 I shouldn't have run away from you. I'm, I'm really sorry. It's just that the captain, he, he was saying some spooky stuff, and I got, I got a little scared and hoped someone would, you know, Megatron me and I'd be able to like kick his ass. But uh, I think he kicked my ass. Hey, you're not, you're not still married to that asshole, are you? Oh, him. And with yeah. that. Moonhammer, you get a vision uh, clear as day of a Captain Planet motherfucker with swoop back, bluish green hair, uh, a winning smile that still has a bit of shit eater to it. Um, just kind of marching around. Uh, and uh, yes, you you are you flash back to someone you only barely remembered in our previous arc, the Captain. Uh, your unfortunate 
somewhat sham husband? Uh, this was a memory that I wanted to forget. Thank you for bringing that back. Oh, it's shit. I'm sorry. Embarrassing. Um, yeah. Yeah. We are. Uh, I guess we're still sort of married. Um, yeah. Oh. I mean, that's something that we got to fix, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, look, uh, I know I fucked up before, but I found another coward who's going to help me. Uh, we're going to be uh, heroic cowards together and we're going to come find you and I'm going to help you uh, get divorced from the captain and like kick his ass. And uh, then we'll get back to Butthalla and, and start setting things right. Okay. 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 But also I, I might need your help because I think only you can free me from the scythe. Uh, and then uh, Reginald, you watch as um, he, he just like explodes in golden light and is sucked back into the, uh, uh, the handle of the scythe. Uh, Moonhammer, you lose your connection to Sun Scythe uh, and see the wide eyes of Butthole Farch, uh, who has just learned that you are, in fact, married. Uh, did Butthole hear both halves of the conversation or just what she said? Um, go ahead and roll me a religion. Not a religion. Uh, what's, your, what's your dumb wisdom one that you always use? Uh, insight. Insight. Yeah, give me an insight. Because I'm also fine if he just heard what she said. That's uh, we're going to see how strong your connection to Moonhammer is right now. That is a 24. Uh, yeah, you heard both sides of the conversation. What the fuck? You're married? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who? When? How? Why would you lead me on like this? Oh, God, it hurts. Oh, it hurts. You said we'd talk later, but you really just meant I'm already married. And you're going to murder your husband, which doesn't feel good but now i have to cheer for that who am i like he's just spiraling deep into himself monster says i feel like we just missed something yep yep sure did she's married sure she's did. married to some guy and she wants to kill him apparently and she has a brother which is kind of cool and i'm wearing his armor which is kind of confusing based on my religious interests but i hope they're closely aligned he's stuck in a scythe i put both of my hammers <laughs> on <laughs> butthole's shoulders. <laughs> and hey. I kind of like shake him a little bit to uh. shake him out of uh. the ting, 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 yeah. ting. Just cup his face with those big hammers. Yes. <laughs> Just squished, squeezing his cheeks. Listen to me, butthole. Okay. My marriage, it's not important, okay? We have a mission right now. But how can we get married if you're married to someone else? Butthole, you, you don't want to marry me. That is blatantly not true. You really don't. Aren't you? Aren't you gay? Well, I mean, sort of, but for you, exception, goddess, amazing. You're in my heart already. Listen, okay. I'm basically if asexual you, from a functional perspective. <laughs> if you help me with this mission, okay, then we will work something out, okay? Wait, you're, so you're saying you will marry me if I get you to become a god? I am not saying that, but okay. I Then I need promise, more specifics. <laughs> I promise you that we will work something out, okay? You, now- I want to be clear. Do you promise that it will be an agreement that I'm happy with or just that you will work something out that I'm supposed to be cool with? 
I'm sure you'll be happy with it too. But okay, but what happens if I'm not? Because so far there've been a couple of tricks between Fiddlesworth and this whole you already being married I- thing, where you leave stuff out sometimes. Am I your god? I mean, yeah. Fuck then yeah. you're just gonna have to blindly put your faith in me. That's what I'm so good at. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. You got me. You got okay. me. You know me so well. But hold on, I'm gonna give you one point of inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be the best wife ever. Or you could be the husband and I'll be the wife. There's so much fun. Um, meanwhile, Reginald, uh, you're staring at the uh the hilt, um, having just been been pulled through by this this tremendous force. Um, can you roll me an insight check? See how much of the conversation you heard. <laughs> I'm not even going to add anything to it. Tom, I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> so you just heard Sunsight's part of it. All right, so you found your sister, and then uh, she's married, and you're confused, and then you pissed everywhere again. So what? I'm going to need a bigger <laughs> okay, summation. All right, well, so first of all, I didn't piss everywhere. I exploded into, into piss. Liquid gold. It's like piss, but different. Shut up. Shut up. You already okay. told my friend it was piss. I was here. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a that was a power though. This is just me. I literally exploded. It, it was oh, like the okay. light of the sun. You're fine. You actually you got some much needed uh, vitamin uh, B. You're probably D. gonna be D. Well, no, I do vitamin B. I'm a god. Um, <laughs> listen, I, I want you to note I didn't even complain when it was piss. I've dealt with worse. No, it's I, fine. I, I, I understand. It's just a principle of the thing, you know. Like, I, we got to have some dignity, you know, when you're a god of farts and a god of pee, you got to have dignity or else you got nothing. You got nothing, kid. I don't know. We already talked about how we were cowards. I thought we were kind of past that, but we could do more. Yeah, okay, look, I'm just feeling really embarrassed because, like, you know, when you, you're really you really fucking run away. I mean, it sounds like you, you didn't really have anyone you cared about back in your world when you ran away from them, right? Like, you kind of, they were all scary monsters, right? I mean, that was scary, but I feel like I also abandoned myself pretty often. Okay, and I like well, there you go. Lot. So that, that, like, I I feel like I did that to Moonhammer, and we just had that whole chat, and, like, she's alive, which is amazing, and I'm super happy about that. Uh, but I also had to kind of reveal uh, how much of a coward I've been, and she knows now. Mm-hmm. So, look, I'm just a little testy, and I just, I need some fucking dignity, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I think we're going to do something heroic. My only concern is you randomly got a phone call and yanked me into a building, and I look around and, like, where am I? <laughs> Um, you're in uh, sort of like what, what probably would have been a, a cafe. Uh, it's been abandoned. Um, there, there's nothing in here. It's, it's just kind of uh, dusty. Um, there are some um, like uh, posters up for uh, Moonhammer. What's a what's an event you would have run when you were the Queen of Hell? Like a fun entertainment. Um, a wet farting contest. Right, yeah. So there's like various posters <laughs> up for the wet farting contest. Um, it seems like, but it's got like several dates. So like this seems like a, a like a a regular almost festival occurrence. Um, so yeah, you're 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 completely safe. You're alone. The windows have been papered over. Uh, you're fine. Uh, and uh, Sunset is like, oh yeah, listen, uh, I, I I had no control over that. Um, she, I, 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 look, I, I think I told you back uh, after we, we killed Strahd, um, she's the only one who's got the power to let me out of here. And when she reached through the arm or one of our holy relics, uh, she, uh, she kind of bumped me out of it. It wasn't enough to free me, but it was enough to kind of bump me out, you know? So I, I had no control over that. 
That was uh, just an electrical shock. Now that our connection is 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 set up again, uh, that shouldn't happen again. But I also don't think I'm going to be able to get out of here again until until you hand me to her. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, 10 soul gems for the biggest shot. I feel like I could have competed. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by the environment. Wait, um, only 10? I, I, you know, it seems like it's weekly. I bet there's like a oh, good one. Oh, I see. Yeah, there's probably like a pot you could work towards. Okay, yeah, that sounds yeah. more like her. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so um, I guess we're going to the archive to try to find some sort of lawyer who can out-lawyer the demon, which feels like an odd battle, but one we might have a shot at winning. Uh, do I need to take you somewhere so you can like have your sister rub you till the genie comes out of the lamp or whatever yeah look it, it sounds like no matter what happens we're we're all going to meet up eventually here uh, i think we're, we're working towards uh similar purposes so let's get the lawyer and look while we're in there if we can find anything uh in in the divorcee realm uh you know anything we can get uh to help her uh get divorced uh from from the captain um look I'm pretty sure part of the reason that she's trapped in this realm is because that asshole is here. So we can't set her or me free and stop, you know, the universe from imploding and shit. Uh, if she's trapped here, we, we gotta, we gotta set her free. Um, okay. and so then, need- and then you can give me to her and she'll bring me back. And then the two of us will kick the captain's ass. Uh, cause the ass kicking has to come as well. Like the legal contract helpful for our escape, but like, I'm not running from him again. And honestly, I think you and me, we could probably kick his ass. Hell yeah, we can. I'm great at kicking ass or flying away. Okay. So um, Ryan, can you roll me a can you roll me a history check? <laughs> For your own personal history. <laughs> I'm really good at history too. That's a 22. Uh you keep saying the captain, and you feel like you've met a captain. Uh, and then it occurs to you that uh, the guy you faced off against uh, during Mudbutt's bachelor party was the captain in question. Oh, wait. No, I can't kick that guy's ass. We're fucked. We're fucked. No, we no. We'll like- kick that guy's ass. I'm a god. Remember? I'm a god. No, we- you're, you're a hero. Honestly, we, we ripped a ring off of one of his kids and it like set him on fire. But then he was fine and he turned whole cities into trees. That guy is fucking scary. Okay. Uh, 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 wow. Wait. Whole cities? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Whole city, bam, trees. Oh no! Hey, uh, I know you're you're new to your world. Are there planteers on your world? Yerp. Oh fuck! Oh no! Okay, look, we killed all those assholes uh, back when we had the chance, and it meant he was much weaker. If they're on your world, that means they probably summoned him with the strength of all five of them. Oh yeah, with and their I, I powers mean, magnified, he's probably fighting on the planet side. Yeah, yeah. I also I hate to mention this, but he already knows that I exist and wants to kill me and Quinn. Oh fuck! Uh, no, no. Not off, fuck. Off, fuck. We're going to do this together, Reginald. We're going to be heroes. Now, come on. Let's go convince Quinny to help us because I think we're going to die. Oh, here's the best thing. (laughs) We don't have to tell him. He already wants the lawyer thing. I'll just sneak the divorce in from the side and we'll let the other problem pop up a little bit later. Honestly, Reginald, you might be the best friend I've ever had. (laughs) Right back at you because... You can't run away. Great. All right. So, um, Quinny, uh, you've had some time to just kind of like watch Reginald get sucked away. Um, that means you also have a moment with Vex. Um, are you okay with this plan that Reginald was pushing or do you propose something else? Well, I mean, watching him get flung into a building, I would have like summon frostbite and like run in there but like where are they did you kill them okay can you roll <laughs> me a stealth check then please 
It's a 19 on the die plus a lot of stuff if you want me to add it. Plus it's all probably the numbers in the universe. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you uh, you make it up there as soon as you realize he's talking to someone. I think you hit the deck. Uh, you want like once the the danger is, is passed. Uh, so we'll see. You 32. hear thirty two. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> you hear that whole conversation. Can you hear um, the scythe side? You can just hear me, right? I can only hear what would be spoken out loud. I uh, sorry, you hear the conversation. Sorry, I meant you hear the conversation when uh, Sun Scythe is out of uh, the, the oh, weapon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you just hear the Reginald side of the conversation. So you have like some information. All right. Do you confront him with it or do you sneak back over so it seems like you didn't hear anything? Uh, I'll let him have it. I'll let him hang on to it for now. We're still moving in the right direction and like Vex is already a complication enough that I don't need him to feel like I'm getting adversarial about things. <laughs> yeah, we need to keep also, this moving forward. I think realistically, the last thing Quinny heard was, yeah, we could do the same plan anyways. It doesn't change the plan and the other problems for later. <laughs> yeah, like, so it's like, Quinny all would... right, so I got to talk to him about it, but like, doesn't <laughs> have to be right now. That's also probably what Quinny would yell at Reginald if Reginald wandered into a monologue <laughs> of what he just talked about. Fair enough. Uh, all right, so with that, uh, you start making your way towards the archive. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back in the, uh, the executive suite, um, the uh, the tailor uh, has arrived. Um, he uh, sweeps into the room. Um, he's a uh, like a weird demon with like four spindly bug arms um, and uh, an upside down face. Um, and uh, Buddy Hops uh, just says, uh, um, "Hi, uh, this is uh, Chevalier Horace Newts." And he just says, "You can call me Chevy Horse Nuts. I'm here to help make your dress out of butts." This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-A ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Great Dane, Acrix, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
It's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. I was remote ops in the war. Neural implants let me control trucks, drones, whatever you got. Now I'm back and all these government issue prosthetics are falling apart. What the hell are you doing in my barn? I'm just looking for a little power, and then I'll be on my way. That'll be Arlen Frey. He must have seen you on the drone feeds. Who is he? The meanest son of a bitch with a badge. Broken Road. A dystopian audio drama coming Monday, July 25th, 2022 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you like to listen. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Broken Road Pod. Learn more at www.recursor.tv forward slash Broken Road.